Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Albertolas and welcome to episode seven of the greatest story never told. I'm honestly just listening to this intro. Do we have Danny Elfman write this? I feel like it's a, right. Doesn't this like a Tim Burton movie? What the hell did we talk about last time? When last time was the Thanksgiving thing, right? Uh, last time, what happened was this. All right, so whatever the case was, I cleaned out my garage. I found a bunch of CDs uh, that we quote unquote stole, commandeered from our last place of business. All right. That said, we do not remember anything on these CDs. We took them out of spite. We did not want our old company yeah. to have best ups. But uh, I found them, and I brought them in, and all of the segments are label, labeled, and, but neither you nor I can remember the segments. Well, yeah. Because it's been a long time. We, but, we did the interview at the time, but like we anything else. we read the segments out loud, we said, maybe we should listen before. And as an example, one was like, gay boy scout, why do you hate immigrants? I mean, there's some things. Where or we're why like, do you hate white people? Remember that show? I remember that. And we they get told taken us off the air go, for that. Yeah. We did. We certainly got suspended. Yeah, that was our question today. Why do you hate white people? And hey, the people it, that called were white people. But, but it was tongue-in-cheek. It was like, you know, like yogurt. You know, like that. <laughs> Right. I hate yoga. You know, things that go yo. Uh, but anyway, so, okay, so so we get these uh, CDs. And, Mike, I guess you've taken the time to listen to a couple of the actual interviews that we did back in the day. Correct. I, I took a road trip down to Oregon over the Thanksgiving break, and I took a handful of these CDs with me, and they work in my CD player, and I listened to them on the we way I will say this. I got a text from Mike. All right, so we left last week when we cut the podcast, and Mike said, you know what, man? I'm going to listen to some of these CDs. I didn't give it another thought. A couple hours later, this is the only thing my text says. It says, from Mike Hawk, and it says, Jesus Christ, man. That, yep. that was the entire yep. text. Pretty crazy. So, but there's a lot of good stuff on there, a lot of good interviews. Yeah. We're going to go Are through there... them. But one that is very memorable, uh, except for for us, in, in just in, in what exactly transpired, is the fact that we interviewed a guy who was like a grand wizard or whatever, the KKK. I, I don't remember the interview so much, but to set the, I do remember the time. Right? So at the time, we're back in Baltimore, and these guys, like I said, they're incompetent and they're stupid. I'm not being mean. That's just the truth of it. So they worried about everything that we do. And, and I've said this to Miles before. you got to look at it like this. We're like that band that's getting old, and you go, man, they're not as hard-hitting as they were back in the day. So you start off as like a punk band that sure. was, because we didn't care. And we wanted to get stuff done. And then as you get older and smarter about what we do as our art form, you try to get better at it. Okay. So, but it was a little more loosey goosey back then. But the bosses at the time, we said, look, we got an interview with the clan. This is day of. Well, we, we saw and, that they were coming to town. Uh, well, yeah, they were going up the road, but like so 40 the, miles we away. Wanted to, we wanted to interview, and they were doing a press release. So, but like, our, why not talk to them? Our bosses were freaking out about it. I think they misunderstood. They thought we were no. going to go. No, no. They thought we were going to go unconfrontationally. And what bugged me about that is. If you have a problem with someone who's confrontational with the KKK, I personally need to reevaluate where sure. I work. That was my first thing. But that said, we're not going into this confrontational. We quietly were hedging our bets. This was our belief, right? I'm going to interview this guy, but based on my voice, because everyone has a stereotype, my money says this guy doesn't know I'm black, so we can get him to just be honest yeah. right? at, at the time about, about his garbage. This is before a lot of social media and all that stuff. And, um, you know, there was one picture of us on the Live 105.7 website. And we just had to hope he, if he didn't see that, there's no other way to but, know. But it did not say who is who. So there's a picture of me and Steve. Sure. But it doesn't say who the members. This is really, really early on, like on the Internet. Like they have one small picture of us. So no one knew what we looked like. But, but which, we hedged our bets, which is simply this, because Miles kept saying, man, if he goes to the website to do due diligence, before you do an interview, 
he's going to know uh, what's going on. And we hedged our bets, and I said, right, but if you're a member of the Klan, my money says you don't do a whole lot of research, right? So, like, intellectual, intellectualism is not part of your DNA. But our argument was we are not going to attack this guy. We're no. just going to try to figure out what they are about. And let him state and, his right. case. And this is way before Facebook, or this is way before social media, where it's like it's okay to be a white supremacist. Like then, it was not. I've only been the last even, three years. Even this our, is still new. I know for it to be okay. But even our bosses right. at the time were like, "Absolutely not," because this is not okay. And then Charlottesville happened, and then all these things happened, and now people are like, "Oh well, okay, Cape's off." Then Cape was on. Right back then, you were still a coward and you hid your face, right? And we knew now, that. but the now bosses you... didn't want us to do it. They forbade us from doing it. And so we gave it a lot of thought, and we decided to do it. Anyway. We're going to do it anyway. I right? remember that much. So I, uh, this episode is called, if, if I'm recalling correctly, okay, dot, dot, dot. No, no, I, listen. <laughs> okay. No, these are the conversations K-K? we have. Okay. Miles said, look, man, we can't have it. that When you, when you look on whatever you website it's on, say, like, it says K-K. K-K. So I said, how about okay, dot, 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 K, dot, 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 K. I don't know how sure. that, that gets spliced up, but. But I think that's the, look. In the end, it's just this: we talked to a guy from the Klan. He got to speak his piece. Sure. And it, it, look, they got to share their position of the world. I want you to remember something in this current political climate we have. Right? Everyone's angry about everything. Good effing for you. At least at this time, we are actually the good guys here. We allow you to speak your piece. We don't have to agree. And if you think I'm stupid enough to agree with these clowns, well, then we have an issue. But we just let the guy say his piece. If he came off as sounding stupid. It might be because the organization sure. is, is full of idiots. I don't know. But Trust we did we, we did nothing to Trust shut me, them up. There, there's, there's nothing cool about having KKK up there. Matter of fact, we were in Seattle uh, when Felix Hernandez was on a roll. And they I hated Felix it. Nights, they would put up the number of strikeouts they had designated by a K. Why one is thing, it a K? Why can't it say I for SO? A like stri- every, look, as a black guy... I turned on it a game. I turned on a game. It's just the Mariners. It didn't matter. I get he's doing his thing, but when I see it on my screen, oh, he's had three strikeouts, or they want me to leave. That's the problem. He <laughs> needs I, to I get a fourth strikeout right. quickly. Get in two. Scenario. Get two or less. <laughs> yeah, four exactly. or more. Right. You can't just get three. But that man. awkward time in between <laughs> yeah. when three Ks are hanging up there. <laughs> you go. It's, oh my God. So, uh, <clears throat> and I'm losing my voice because I'm sick. Um, so we have not heard this interview. Since we originally did it. We did not go back at that time and listen to our stuff. No, we, we remember how much trouble it was to get it on. So, and when I say trouble to get it on, you have to understand, they told us not to, so we did anyway. <laughs> and this is another one of those interviews where we had to lock the door. Okay, we so. We told them, we, I do remember, we told them we won't do it because you guys are so uncomfortable. <laughs> right? But l- listen, man, we had a good feeling about this. This is honestly got truth. So a guy named Dave Labrosi, we brought him up before, and he's not the, the sharpest knife in the drawer, but... He was really panicking about this. I said, Dave, we're not going to do it, man. Relax. You guys are right. We start the show. The studio door gets locked, and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to do what the hell we want to do. You, anyway. I'll, I'll paint this guy's picture real quick. This is a guy that thought that it mattered more about what his suit looked like than his intelligence level in the radio industry. Yes. So as long as he looked good, he thought that that would appear to be smart. So but he's he like didn't a even look guy, good. He, no, he looked like crap. None of it fitted right. <laughs> all right, believe this. He looked like shit all the time, <laughs> but... He wore a suit, so that made him think that he was smart. Yes. Which is just, he still does. So it's still working for him. It's just really expensive to try to feel that smart. It's a lot of money to spend to be stupid. So without further ado, uh, let's uh, roll this, and we will listen with you. And we will we, th- Keep in again. mind, we have not heard this before now, so 
Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, what's this guy's name again, Mike? Uh, his name was... Uh, don't uh, act like you don't know. Uh, dang it. I, it's at the beginning. used to be your Boy Scout troop leader. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, here you go. This is us way back in the day. Gordon Young. Gordon Young. With Gordon Young and the KKK. Now the moment you've been waiting for, Gordon Young, Imperial Wizard for the World Knights of the Hagerstown KKK, joining us on Out to Lunch, and I'm going to stay out of this one, okay, Steve? It's all you. God, you We're going to have fun. I'm talking about the big festival, the children I want to bring, and we bring them out to our we'll airways right now. We have our brother from the Ku Klux Klan. There's a big rally coming up in Sharpsburg on August 28th, a four-hour rally. I believe I got that straight, and we bring in our very good friend, one Mr. Gordon Young. Gordon Young, do we have you on our airwaves, sir? Yes, you do. It is a privilege to have you on our airwaves, sir. And I assume I got the date uh, right, August 28th, Sharpsburg. You dumb. That's right. And what time? I know it's a four-hour rally. Uh, What time would that begin? Uh, Kickoff starts at 1 o'clock. That's the march itself. Um, Did you say kickoff? The demonstration rally itself. um, White people kick, Steve. The march will continue until 4.30 that afternoon. Now, I understand you expect about 100 people to show up, and it's something that uh, I would like to actually uh, come to myself. But I do have two children I need to know, and I, I don't mind my children hearing the message. I think it's something that they do need to hear. Uh, but if I do bring my kids, are there activities that my children uh, basically can engage in? You know, if I went to a regular rally or festival. Keep in mind, you did not have children. I know, I didn't. You now have two children. You know what, continue, man? Continue. No, no, Mike, it felt continue, weird Mike. when I heard, like, I don't continue. have two kids. Just continue. I like how you tossed in, like, the really we, deep no, South we, accent, We are man. breaking in. We're breaking in on this all the time because, again, we have not heard this. Keep in mind, Steve had no children. Now he has two. Continue. Uh-huh. Uh, well, this isn't no circus. Uh, you're not going to have clowns. You're not going to have um, <laughs> merry-go-rounds and fairy people dress like that. ghosts. This is a message to be sent out to our white Americans. Um, to wake up and realize what's going on around them. You know, uh, so, yes, you can bring your kids. Um, I'm sure they would like to know if they're old enough to understand what's going on. Oh, they're eight and six years old. They're old enough to know. They're eight and six years old. I think this is the time they need to know. You know, uh, I got Bobby and Jessica. Bobby's eight years old. Bobby is starting the first grade next year. Oh, my God. And I, I want Bobby to kind of hear this message, not just for me. I want him to see me, myself, and other brothers like ourselves standing out there spreading this message so when he gets to school, he knows who to make friends with and who not to make friends with. But I think to be fair, and the reason we want you on our airwaves today is I get a little tired of the liberal media always misquoting what our mission is and what it is that we stand for, and I'd like you, as the Imperial Wizard, to take the time to at least clear it up and let people know we are separatists. Is this correct? Yes. We are separatists. We are not bigots, as they call us, always calling us bigots. We are separatists. We simply want our country back to the people that establish this country, the pure white race. Am I correct? You're correct. Absolutely. And would you encourage people to bring their children to the rally? Um, if... If they if they please, yes. If they want to, they can. Um, if they feel like they're endangered or the word clan scares them, then I wouldn't. Yeah. Them. But uh, you can't be um, scared of something that you really don't know from the past of the clan. You that is don't exactly say. it. You can't be scared of something you don't know. You ignorant son of a bitch. I did more research on the clan than this mother ever knew. About his own organization. You, a buddy of mine used to do amateur movies, all right? Amateur movies. He, low budget movies. And one of the things he was going to do is on white supremacist. So he had subscribed to the Klan, at least this is what he tells me, but we got a bunch of literature and I did a bunch of research on this. So I do remember talking to this chump and he kept talking about what people do or do not know. And it's like, one, I know more about your organization than you know about your own 
organization, you dumb mother. Hey, guess but, what? This does not go into the world of hating black people. Continue this thing. I remember that specifically. Yeah, yeah. That is exactly it. Today's clan is a whole different ball game. We have brand new enemies. Who were some of the enemies that you were living? I mean, clearly, clearly the black folk, and they, they've taken over all the major cities and spreading like a wildfire, but we're down with that. Who would you also say are some of the enemies that we're dealing with now? Um, our number one enemy is the government, which is Jewish run. Uh, we're living, and they're trying to make us live in a communist world. And it's not just government. It's those movies, too. You know, and they try to say exactly. it's not well, the government the Jewish, and the movies. The Jewish, the Jewish uh, population and the Jewish government pushes this and promotes all this pornography, all this homosexuality, all this stuff that's not good for our children's Thank you. eyes or Thank ears. you. Thank you. I've been saying, people tell me that I'm wrong. They say that I don't open my mind, and I try to tell them, as a Christian American, I'm saying it the way it's been written in the Bible. Am I right? Yep. Absolutely. Now, and, and this is the question I know, and, and I'll tell you now, I do have lots of friends in Sharpsburg, and that's why I'm thinking about bringing the kids up. We got some family up there. They'll be comfortable. But what I want to know, why don't we finally take the time as the KKK to finally go into the big cities? And I understand there might be protests. We can deal with pro. We should go into the big cities. Think about a city like Los Angeles, because I, I bet you the LAPD is on our side. And we oh, could go into Los Angeles. Yes, sir. That's what I reckon. When I watch the news, I know what those boys are up to. I think they're doing the right thing out there. Exactly. Now, we have you on the airwaves. And again, uh, we're talking to Gordon Young, Imperial Wizard from nice the reset. Ku Klux Klan. And he's Great spreading reset. the message of the KKK. Again, the rally, yeah. August 28th. It begins at 1 p.m. It's a four-hour rally. If you could explain to people, what is the ideal separatist strategy? <laughs> strategy. Take our... Uh, well, Jesus. to get our land back, as in stop all this immigration, uh, the border control out there, um, to um, have our rights. Uh, we are becoming the minority, and it's them Latins, and uh, you know the, the blacks. Uh, however, you want to call them, I have another name. No, let's keep it there. Right we got well, we still got to go to the FCC, my friend. And. Um, <laughs> They they they're crying about uh, this, they cry about that. They get we give it to them, and they still cry. Um, we got this immigration laws that are going down. They get free medical. They get all these grants and all that. And us hardworking white Americans can't even get a, a single signature loan. That's and exactly it. That's exactly it. Now, Gordon, and it's uh, run by the Jewish government, and you know the Jewish government is trying to take the white race out. Well, we need to wake wake up and, and rise up and not be scared to, to speak out and be called bigots and be called racist because that's not what we are. We're separatists. We're separatists. We want our land back. Separatists. That's all right now. And and, and when I and, and Gordon, I'm going to tell you right now when I read your biography. Uh, one of the things says your hobbies, and it says unity. My white race is one, shipping all the non-whites back where they came from. Now I support that, but Malika, what do we do with the Indians? The Indians. Yeah, the Indians. I mean, you know, because they was here. I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly. so what, what do they we do? They were here, but we fought, and we took this land. No, we did take the land, but I'm saying, what, what do we do with them? You know, because we can send, send the blacks back to Africa, send the Latins back to wherever they came from, and, and all this. But now, we got well, uh, we got all the Indians. The Indians are very few. You very seldom even see a so-called 100% Indian running around in the streets or in the little teepees. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we're becoming the minority, and we need to take this back. But we took this land from the from the Indians. As Mike, it I'm were. glad you're following along. Continue. Yeah, just just go with it. 
I hear. So I, hear. You, I, mean, I try not to go to that country that too much. Question. I don't like hanging out in that territory too much. Now, what would you right. say? What's the attire for the rally? What's the what? The attire. What kind of dress code do we have for the rally? Well, um, I'm not going to be in full uh, robe uniform. Um, some of my guys will. I will be in military-style uniform. I will be. Um, some of my guys will be also. Some of my guys will be in uh, robes. So, um the guys that are with us, um, other groups and all that, um, they have their um, same attire as I do, as a military style or robes. I'll be there in my fatigues. I don't have the robes, but I got the camo. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Hey, Gordon, and I think this is important, and I think it's kind of innovative, and this is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. I look around, and all these people I pray is they have the Latin Festival right here in town. They have the oh. Gay Pride Parade right here in town. But you know what bothers me about it? Everybody shows up for the parade, and you know why they show up? Because everybody likes the floats. Everybody likes the parade. What do you say? <laughs> That's a good point. I think it's a damn That's fine a idea. I really do. I really do. And I think for the 21st century, especially, especially, we don't like the way the media portrays us. Now, imagine... Imagine if the KKK basically scheduled a tour across the country, but on this tour, it was an actual parade. We still have our message. We can still talk to our white brothers and sisters, but imagine if we did have a float. Imagine if we did have a parade. Like imagine the people that would line the street, because, Gordon, I want you to think about it this way. If we have a parade with the floats and maybe we have some face painting and, and other entertainment going on, more people show up, but we can still spread the word, and I bet you your word will hit more people. Well... Think float. about it, Gordon. I'm telling you, it's time uh, to reach yeah, out. It's, it's and we got to bring it to them. We got to bring it to them. They're taking everything from us. I think it's time my for us to do the parade right. My voice will be heard across this white land, and I don't need floats. <laughs> I believe that's a joke and a waste of time and money. Yeah, but only going to happen in Sharpsburg. As in activities for children, um, I agree 100%, but for white children only. Because well, of course. the media and the public knows that, yes, we do discriminate. Is he saying no Papa shot? <laughs> See, now so listen, white kids listen. Only? It's like if you could shoot hey, a basketball, you're out. Even if you're a member of the Klan, you know I don't like you, yeah. right? But, man, I work in media, bro. If you're trying to spread your message, ain't nothing wrong Why with a parade or the Irish. moon bounce. We should have that dark game. What is wrong with a, the moon bounce? Pop a balloon into a star. Dumb and son of a bitch. Well, that's why we have the club. say that. Well, it's like us, and it's like Hootie down there in Augusta sometimes. Listen, I understand that. I understand that. But again, I'm going to say, hey, Hootie hey I think, you know, we, we keep doing stuff like Sharpsburg. Jesus. I think it's time to get bigger. It's time to get better. I mean, hey, we still own Texas. I don't care who lives in Houston. We still own Texas. I don't care who lives in Dallas. They might be there, but who owns it, Gordon? The white race owns it. Am I correct? Say that that is correct. Time. I think the white race owns America. Am I right? Uh. Well, we're supposed to. But we're uh, supposed. Well, well being, that's why we'll we need be, to take we'll it back. Coming, we're becoming a minority, and we're being overthrown by the Jewish government and all these other mud races. Gordon, I agree. That's why back. I think we need to go to the bigger cities. That's one thing for us to go to Sharpsburg. They're already thinking our way. I'm saying, why don't we go somewhere like yeah. Chicago, where they got all them liberal lily livers living up there, have nothing but bad things to say about? I say we take the message there. Let them oh, know. Yeah. Let your voice be heard there in the major cities, and let that same liberal media cover that. Huh? Well, How about that? This is this is one of the closest cities. Come to, on, Candy uh, around, ass, which is Washington D.C. <laughs> you don't have the guts, um, bitch. You got say Pittsburgh, it. Baltimore, Washington exactly. D.C., Cleveland ain't that far away. I'm in the striking distance, and believe me, my my message will be hitting across these 
great land. Oh, it's on the airwaves right now, Gordon. It's on the airwaves yeah. right People are feeling it. People are feeling it. Now, where should the white race live? I know for part of the separatist plan, and I've seen it myself, one of the maps that was developed the research by the KKK. he didn't do. Well, we discovered Just New research, Africa and created New Asia. Could you break that map down for the people listening so they can understand what one of the goals is? One of our goals? One of the goals is, for separatism. Oh, yeah, to uh, have our own white community, have our own white uh, colleges, have our own white fundings, um, have our white month, just like, you know, the blacks do. But I you mean, know what the joke is? We still gave we, him the shortest when month. We, well, when we present this to our Jewish government, <laughs> now we want these things. We are, again, labeled as racist or bigots. But you have these... Uh, <laughs> yeah! <black>. Dummy! <laughs> yeah! How much is left in this thing? This thing, honestly, is like a 17-minute interview, man. Okay. So we got, we got probably five more minutes left all in right, this thing. All right, roll a little bit more. Militant groups out there that cry and scream about all this. Cry and, and scream. Cry and scream. That's <laughs> all I hear them doing. Cry and screaming. All right, I got a few more questions for you, Gordon, because our time is short. Our time is short. Uh, we've covered where the white race should live, and I'm hoping we take the South, Gordon. I'm hoping we take the South. Well... The South, um, they're being overrun and overthrown by the blacks themselves. Everybody, all the blacks are moving down south trying to take it over. So, yes, we do need to take the South back, and it will rise again. Is there a timetable on that? Only yeah. because, you know, and I got to be honest with you, my kids keep asking me, they say, you keep saying it. We got the bump sticker on the truck, and I'm like, son, it'll happen when it happens. But honestly, uh, do we have a timetable on that? Because we got to get it going. We keep talking, Gordon. We keep talking, but it's a, exactly. we got to do something. Exactly, and I and I hear a lot of people talking, and that's why I've stepped up to the plate and and taken control. All right, Gordon. Listen, I want to thank you for coming on one more time. Let me make sure I get my information right out there. In Sharpsburg, Sharpsburg, August twenty eighth starts at one p.m. It goes until five. It is a rally. Are we also recruiting out there on that day? Well, yeah. If people are interested, yeah, sure. And uh, I'm, what always, would, I'm always recruiting. Now, what would people need to bring? Uh, do they need to bring ID or anything? Do they just sign up? Let people need to know what they need to bring if they're interested in joining the mighty KKK. Well, they need to bring their uh, the white self and the white family. They're going to bring the family, <laughs> and ID, um, and a little time to talk. And a little time to talk. All right. Yep. Gordon, I, I just don't. I just don't recruit anybody. You know, I, I do. Oh no, you got to be picky. You got to be. Don't let anyone infiltrate. <laughs> oh, don't let anyone infiltrate. Don't let anyone pull a joke on you. Don't let <laughs> anyone ever we make don't. you part of a hoax. You always keep your eyes open, Gordon. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We do not. We do not let anybody that race mixes in. And I'm letting public know this. We don't let anybody that race mixes, or uh, as in laying down with that beast, or. Um, that has intermixing friends. We do not allow that. We do not allow drugs. We do not allow drunkards. So if you're planning on uh, joining us up and you have any of those qualifications that we do not want, then don't even bother. You talk to a drunk black guy. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. I appreciate you spreading the message. I want you're a friend of mine. Okay. All right, Gordon, take care. Take care of that. It's amazing that we can't get in based on the fact that the drugs and the drunkards. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I forgot and about my Jewish like, kids kind of F things up, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My kids have some Jewish heritage. It's a shame. It because really is. I really like Gordon. Yeah, sure. He seemed like a nice guy. He seemed like a guy that has his head in the right place. Listen, that's the first time I've heard yep. that interview since we've done it.
Uh, <laughs> and you might wonder why we play Dixie uh, when we do Profile This <laughs> every time. It's in honor of that guy. Hey, let's find him on Twitter make sure he gets a copy of this. <laughs> oh, man, we ran out of time on the incident. Damn it, man. I hope you enjoyed uh, episode uh, number seven there of The Greatest Story Never Told. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production.